Hello and welcome to Sobriety Elevated, the podcast that is committed to empowering you in your recovery and elevating your sobriety. Join us now for the next episode. We hope you create an incredible experience. Let's get the show started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sobriety Elevated. My name is Jim Pakonin. I am here alone today. Kevin is back out in the field and has been really busy. It is my commitment that we have two episodes per week going out. As you that are listening have shared our podcast, it is growing and growing and growing. And for that, I thank you. Kevin and I both appreciate you as listeners and appreciate the support you are giving to our podcast. If you have rated us, thank you. If you are sharing us with friends, thank you. In the upcoming episodes, we're going to have some guests. I'm also going to talk about a program that I'm going to be starting in latter part of November. If you're in recovery, you know that the toughest time of the year for you is Thanksgiving to the New Year's. From my many years working in recovery centers, that is when all of the recovery centers fill up. There is a lot of undue stress in the holiday season, and this season is not going to be any easier. In some areas of the country or in the world, we are emerging from the pandemic. In other areas, the pandemic seems to be taking another grip. That means we're still spending a lot of time alone. And in those areas that are open, after more than a year of seclusion, we're going into a holiday season that I suspect is going to be exceptionally stressful. So in these coming weeks, I'm going to start telling you about a program that I am creating that is going to give you daily messages. It will begin the Monday before Thanksgiving, and it will conclude the Monday after New Year's Day. The intention of this program is to have you and your loved ones be strong through the holidays. Yes, it is a stressful time. Yes, it is a crazy time. But you deserve peace in your recovery. Uniquely enough, that's our topic today is peace and recovery. And I'm going to do something interesting. I'm going to talk about peace and recovery. And then the next time I'm able to get Kevin to co-host again, which should be soon, we are going to talk about peace and recovery. And I want to start by saying, peace in recovery, it is a heart-based state. It is not a mind-based state. What I mean about that is if you are in a space where you are not feeling peace, chances are you do not have peace in your heart. From a mind-based perspective, things may seem okay. 
You may look at your life, you may be doing great, your recovery may be incredible, your sobriety may be strong, but sometimes we have not found a level of peace inside of our heart that creates an overall peace in recovery. Now, you've heard me say this many, many times. Recovery is tough. It takes focused energy to create an empowered recovery. Last Saturday, I was leading a group workshop to 24 men in recovery. We were looking at what it would take to really strengthen it. And it was funny because, because there was a lot of nervousness in the room. Some of the men in the room that were still struggling with their sobriety, these are people that are very, very new in recovery. They had a lot of angst and upset. and It was emerging through cross-talk. It's where I got peace and recovery because I kind of had to say, hey, I understand this is tough. I understand that you may be resisting this a little bit. My request to those men was to literally give me the time that we had, listen, and if it fit for them, go for it. If it didn't, that's okay too. I actually accepted the place that every single person was in the room, but when they were actually interrupting other people as the workshop started to get serious and go very deep with some topics, there was no peace. One of the things I know is that to create and live in a space of peace, it also takes some work. Literally, peace is the space where you like, accept, and love yourself. And oftentimes, whether you're in recovery or not, you have those haunting voices from the past that are taking you out of a space of peace and putting you in a space of frustration, a space of heavy emotion, a space of anger, a space of not liking yourself. It's all part of the human process. One of the things I know about us as spiritual beings in a human form is we inside of ourselves are incredibly harsh with ourselves. Your mind will bring up every self-criticism that you have about you. And then as it focuses on it, it will bring other self-criticism up and other self-criticism up and more self-criticism up. And as it does that, it takes you out of peace. It is my experience that our negative self-talk, it will bully your heart into pain and submission. And when our heart does not feel peace and when we feel that pain and when we have bullied ourselves with our own thinking it hurts part of the recovery process is finding the way to have peace with yourself to actually create peace with yourself on these podcasts we talk about healing because to me that is the role of healing for Jim, healing is returning to a space of created self-love again. 
in workshops, I often talk about OG self-love, that original self-love that little babies have and that little babies feel because of the dramas and the traumas and the things that we go through in life. We are not able to return to a space of sacred and original self-love. There has been too much emotional damage done in our own thinking process that quite literally is a natural part of how we grow up, how we experience the world, and how we live and create our experience in the world. Yet if you begin to heal, if you literally begin to mend the gap that exists between your head and your heart, and as you deepen that healing, you create a space of a new created self-love with yourself that I'm going to say becomes the new normal. Now, it takes work. We all have prattle in your mind. You all have this incessant prattle that goes on and on and on in the mind. It's like that tiny voice that keeps saying all the things that it says. And right now, if you say, man, Jim, that Jim, he's crazy. I think he has a voice in his head, but I don't have a voice in my head. I'm going to say, aha, that's the voice I'm talking about. That's the voice that tends to create the prattle of the mind. And yet when you understand that that prattle, for the most part, is quite normal, and it is how we are in the world, when you understand that, and the deeper you understand that, the more peace you're going to find in the world in your day-by-day existence. And yes, for the people that I work with in my coaching practice, one of the byproducts of what they get is they get deep internal peace. They're able to let those stories that they have created and then that grip them go. And when they do that, they create an incredibly empowered life. And if you're listening to this and you've gone through a recovery center, you're working with a therapist, you're working with a coach, understand you have the potential. And even some people can do this. It's, it's a rare thing, but some people can do this reading books and doing their own work. It is quite rare. That is why there are so many therapists, so many coaches, so many counselors, so many mentors out there. When you work to become a better you with somebody else, it accelerates the situation, it accelerates you becoming the best you can be. In recovery, as you heal and as you understand this prattle, it actually gives you freedom. As you gain freedom, you can step into a healthy self-love. And in a minute, I'm going to get to three things that will allow you to go from all of this self-deprecation to beginning to find the space to like, accept, and love yourself. The primary thing I would request that you do is stop being mentally negative with yourself. 
There was a time when you were a young child that you didn't know how to be so mentally negative with yourself. Yet it is the human experience that creates us and literally magnifies us and has that be very powerful in the world. The deeper you understand that, the deeper you understand the stories you created, the easier it is for you to stop giving that negative self-thought, those negative self-energies, any energy and having you step into the potential of a neutral or a positive thought stream. Now, there's three things like I mentioned, and these are three ways for you to begin to find peace with yourself in your recovery. Or if you're not in recovery and you're listening to this, it's a way for you to begin to find peace in yourself in accepting who you are. The first one is quite simply radical acceptance. And it isn't just acceptance. I'm going to use the word radical acceptance. Can you radically accept who you are? Can you begin to look at the thoughts that you live as real and let go of those thoughts that are not moving you forward, that are negative, that are disempowering? Let go of the energy you give them and step into neutral and then positive self-thought. And this is a practice and this takes work. It sounds easy on the podcast here, but it actually takes work and it takes work every moment. But here's the thing. If you have one less radical thought a day, one less radical thought an hour, in a very short time, you're going to be able to radically accept everything about yourself where you are in life, your looks, your income, your job, your friend choices, your spouse choices, your car choices, your clothes choices. Can you accept it all? Because as you do, you will begin to move into positivity. That's the first one, radical acceptance. Sounds easy. The practice of it takes some work. The second one will assist you in the first. Second one is breath management. Did you know that one of the most important ways for you to begin gaining control of the mind is through managing the breath? If right now, if you just took a deep breath in and a full exhale out, and you did the six more times, seven to 10 deep breaths in, full breaths out, the art of simply breathing deeply in and exhaling fully out. It's one of the simplest ways to slow the mind down and to stop you from overthinking. Meditation is a powerful tool. And I'm going to say something kind of harsh here. If you can sit there and say, well, I've tried to meditate, but it just doesn't work. That tells me that you're letting the negative side of your mind have the control of how you create the experience of life. And if you do that, you're missing out on a lot, my friends. A whole lot. Breath management is such an important key to slowing the brain down and beginning to create the space 
where you can actually have radical acceptance with yourself. So number two is breath management and using the breath to slow the mind down. As a result of number one and two, it's going to lead you to the third one. And the third one, again, it's going to sound simple, but it takes work. It's learning what mind state you are in in any given moment. Understand, are you in a positive mind state? Are you in a neutral mind state? Are you in a negative mind state? Are you in a stressed mind state or a non-stressed mind state? Are you in anxiety or is a panic attack beginning to come? Or are you just actually neutrally there? The game here is learning what your mind state is using your breath and radical acceptance to shift that when you're not in a positive mind state and learn how to come back into a positive mind state. You know, when we're in negative thinking, when we're in a mentally negative space, when this self-criticism really ramps up, it's moving back to number two, taking some breaths. And then once you get there, it's going to step one and radically accepting that that's where you were with no judgment. We all get there. We all go there. That is the nature of us as a human. If you think I don't have negative thoughts, if you think that that Jim does not have anxiety, it's rare, but I do have it. Only difference is I understand how to process it through. At the end of the day, you are in charge of your own mental well-being. And the tools are out there for you to learn how to shift into being into a space of peace in your recovery. For the last few months, I signed up for something called Brain.fm. It is one of the most powerful mind state adjusters that I have found. I love it. It is incredible. One of the podcasts I listened to it, she actually said, hey, go check this out. I checked it out. I'm there. I'm going to be there for a long time. If I'm in a stressful place, I listen to Brain FM. As we wrap this up, here's the other thing. Write those three steps down. Do those. If you need assistance reaching a deeper level of self-peace, If you're looking for assistance in reaching a level of self-peace in your life, reach out. That is what I do and I love it. Get a hold of me. If you're on Facebook, come to the group or message me or email me at jim at amazinglifedesign.com. I would love to have a conversation with you about how you can create peace in life. Bring this to your therapist. Bring this to your mentor, your coach. Say you've been working on this and you want to deepen your work. What you're going to get out of it is an incredible life. It's worth it. You've been listening to Sobriety Elevated. This is a podcast committed to your well-being. Kevin will be back on the next episode. and We've got some really exciting episodes coming up with some guests. If you like us, give us a rating because then we can reach more people and we can begin to live more in a healed world. 
Thank you for listening. I hope this podcast made a difference for you, and I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. Thank you.